Yesterday's FOMC decision and Fed President Jerome Powell's comments left markets divided over whether it was hawkish or it was dovish. In all cases, the Fed hiked by 25 basis points yesterday. ECB's Lagarde said that they will keep a robust approach to fight inflation in the Eurozone. And while the Bank of England doesn't seem to have a choice but to hike at today's meeting in the UK after yesterday's inflation numbers came as another slap on the Bank of England's face. So welcome. This is Swiss Coast Daily Market Talk. So let's be true, yesterday's Fed decision was relatively hawkish. The Fed raised interest rates by 25 basis points, as broadly expected and as broadly priced in, but the Fed President Jerome Powell signaled that there would be another 25 basis point hike on the wire before this tightening cycle ends in the US. So that was quite hawkish. The Federal Reserve confirmed that the quantitative tightening is up and running for now at the speed of 95 billion US dollars per month. So that was expected, no surprise there. And the latest dot plot from the FOMC yesterday was unchanged, with most FOMC members expecting the Federal Reserve rate to go toward the 5.10% mark and stop there. So that would be interpreted as being quite dovish if this FOMC meeting took place two weeks ago, before the Silicon Valley Bank debacle, when Jerome Powell was still thinking and communicating to the markets that the Fed could actually speed up the rate hikes in the US to abate inflation. But again, that was before the SVB debacle. Now, it's not even sure that there would be actually another rate hike from the FOMC on the wire. And as Jerome Powell says, well, the Federal Reserve policy is no longer uh, dependent on inflation fully. It now also depends on how the latest bank stress will actually impact the credit availability in the US. And as Jerome Powell says, well, a decent credit tightening from banking troubles in a way substitutes the Federal Reserve rate hikes. And well, that's certainly what actually brings some confusion and some big confusion on the table regarding the Federal Reserve's monetary policy, because the credit tightening is actually a big issue and it's not really easy to follow. For equity traders, yesterday's speech, another 25 basis point hike from the Fed and the hint of another 25 basis points to come. And the risk of credit tightening was obviously too much to cheer and too much to handle. The S&P 500 lost 1.65% yesterday. The U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen saying that the U.S. government wasn't actually considering the blanket deposit insurance to stabilize the banking system, uh, unfortunately added an additional layer of moodiness in the equity markets yesterday. So the First Republic Bank which now uh, became the mascot of the U.S. regional banks that are closely monitored right now following the Silicon Valley Bank's collapse two weeks ago, well, lost another 15% at yesterday's trading session. The Nasdaq 100 index lost 1.37%. So we can say that either equity investors didn't like the idea of one more rate hike from the Fed, or they didn't like the idea of a potential credit crunch, or both, but 
the market reaction to the FOMC yesterday was clear. It was a sell-off, but on the bonds front, the perception of the latest Fed decision was quite a bit different because the US two-year yield actually fell, despite Jerome Powell insisting that the tightening in the US may not be over due to inflation still running too hot in the US. And well, I fell on a model from Bloomberg Intelligence yesterday, which actually tries to determine or tell how hawkish or how dovish these Federal Reserve comments are, well, show that the opening statement from Jerome Powell yesterday was much more dovish or much less hawkish than previously. But it is important to note here that they are actually here comparing the Federal Reserve statement with the previous statements, and that actually doesn't take into account the latest bank stress that we had and which actually came to seriously hammer the previous Federal Reserve expectations. So maybe the FOMC statement yesterday was more dovish than the last ones, but it felt quite hawkish given the bank stress that hit the fan just two weeks ago in the US and that actually changed the landscape. And as a cherry on top of all this, while the markets went on pricing a 100 basis point cut from the FMC for the year end, defying Jerome Powell, who clearly was trying to say that the Federal Reserve doesn't actually consider cutting the interest rates this year. That obviously went completely, completely unheard by the markets. And the gap between the uh, Federal Reserve's dot plot and the market pricing widened yet again, raising one more time the credibility issues that the Fed President Jerome Powell is encountering right now. And it's kind of bad. And activity on Fed funds futures tells that the chance of another 25 basis point hike is no more than 35% in the wake of Powell's comments. In other words, Bond traders don't believe Jerome Powell. And, well, we know that Powell's job has just gotten more complicated with the latest financial stress joining the inflation headache. So, the US dollar index fell, actually, after the FOMC decision announced at yesterday's trading session, along with the US yields. Gold, on the other hand, which was actually giving back some of the gains it accumulated on the back of the latest bank stress in the US and across the world, rebounded on the back of softer US yields and obviously a softer US dollar. And uh, the price of an ounce is now back to $1981 level this morning. But note that at the current levels, and in the wake of the bank troubles. Technical indicators actually now hint that gold is very, very close to the overbought market to overbought market conditions and should see a solid support into the 2000 psychological level. In Asia, well, regional stock markets were under pressure this morning, but US futures are actually in the positive territory at the time I'm talking here this morning. So it is very well possible that the post-FOMC equity sell-off quickly reverses in the coming hours as the falling yields across the board is actually supportive of equity valuations if if financial stress is well-contained and economic data doesn't look too bad or too sad. Now, back to my currency story. The US dollar's sharp fall yesterday led to a nice and beautiful rally in the euro dollar. The pair actually traded past the 109.10 level yesterday, as remember, a couple of hours before the Federal Reserve decision and before Powell's accompanying statement, while well, the European Central Bank President, Madame Christine Lagarde, said that the European Central 
central bank will actually keep a robust approach to respond to inflation risks in the eurozone. And she said that the 2% inflation target of the ECB is non-negotiable. So in numbers, that means that the European Central Bank will continue hiking the interest rates in the eurozone, maybe not by chunks of 50 basis points, but clearly by a couple of more 25 basis points from now until the end of summer. There should be two to three of them. Oh, wow. How the tables turn, right? This time, this year, we are faced with a decidedly hawkish European Central Bank and quite a weakened Federal Reserve. And the sufficiently hawkish European Central Bank and the softening Federal Reserve expectations hint that the euro dollar has actually potential to extend gains above that 110 psychological mark that we are watching right now. And above this level, above the 110 level, the 112.75 is now a reasonable target for the euro dollar bulls. Now across the channel, well, cable in the UK also rallied at yesterday's trading session. Well, it first rallied in the morning because the latest inflation report from the United Kingdom was well, a shocker, really, because the headline inflation in the UK unexpectedly took above the 10% mark last month as food prices rose 18% last month. That's huge. And core inflation, which actually doesn't take into account these food and energy prices, which are considered to be just too volatile, well, that core inflation unexpectedly rose as well and set above the 6% level yet again. And I thought at that moment of Mr. Bailey and his prediction that inflation in the UK would fall sharply this year. Remember that prediction, which is clearly, clearly not happening at this point. And because inflation in the UK won't ease by itself, what well, is almost certain right now that the Bank of England will actually hike its own interest rates by 25 basis points when it meets at today's MPC meeting. Cable is now preparing to test the January peak levels as the softening Federal Reserve expectations due to the bank stress that is going on in the US and the hawkish Bank of England expectations due to the high inflation in the UK actually hints that the pair the GBP US dollar could continue its advance toward the 1.25 level in the continuation of the actual positive trend. And well, finally, here in Switzerland, the Swiss National Bank will certainly have hiked its own policy rate by 50 basis points despite the Credit Suisse earthquake by the time this episode gets to you. So this is all for today. I'm Ipekos Kardeshkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your messages. I hope this episode episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on Twitter and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe, of course, to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.